Welcome to CRE Fast Five. I'm Carly Iacono, and tonight we are taking stock of Amazon and discussing why some retailers are choosing to cut ties with a retail giant. First, let's take a look at Amazon by the numbers. Amazon took in 51.2% of total U.S. digital retail sales last year across the entire retail market, which was a jump from 48% in 2019. And their total sales were in excess of 389 billion in 2020. Although these are huge numbers, the most interesting thing is that Amazon has roughly 10 times the online share held by its closest rival, which is in fact Walmart. So there are no competitors that are even close when it comes to e-commerce. According to the data amalgamation site Statista, at the end of their last fiscal year, which closed in January 2021, Walmart US had e-commerce sales amounting to $43 billion, which for them was an increase of over 70% in comparison to the previous year's figures. What's interesting here is that Walmart's total sales were 559 billion, and this number is actually much higher than Amazon's total sales I just shared of 389 billion. So the two companies have opposite market share when it comes to e-commerce versus bricks and mortar. Walmart generates less than 10% of total sales through e-commerce, and Amazon only generates roughly 7% of total sales through bricks and mortar retail. So the numbers are almost exactly the inverse. Maybe there is room for two retail giants in different veins. Back to the Amazon data points. CEO Jeff Bezos said in his annual letter to shareholders, which was published April 15th, that Amazon now has over 200 million members in its prime membership program, with over 147 million being US-based consumers. Because so much is at stake and these numbers are so huge, seller competition on Amazon is fierce. Every year, more than a million new sellers join Amazon. In the first quarter of 2021 alone, as many as 283 sellers signed up to sell in the marketplace. So should this pace continue, Amazon can expect to have 1.4 million new sellers this year alone. Despite the large number of sellers on Amazon, a big portion of its total sales are still generated by only a tiny fraction of the sellers. Fewer than one in 10 active Amazon sellers were able to generate over 100,000 in annual sales, 100,000 total sales, and just 1% of them hit the 1 million sales mark. Being a seller on Amazon, even if you are a very successful one, is not without its trade-offs and some well-known companies have recently abandoned Amazon, such as Nike, Birkenstock, and PopSockets. Here are a few of the reasons that some retailers are rethinking their relationship with the e-commerce giant. The first reason is direct competition. With every new seller and every purchase comes a string of valuable consumer data, which Amazon is obviously leveraging to its advantage, as most companies would. Amazon's latest experiment is to promote its own products, such as toilet paper, electric toothbrushes, you name it, right inside the listings of competitive brands. For example, the link under the product listing for Huggies diapers takes you to a page for Mama Bear, an Amazon-owned Amazon diaper brand. 
So this feature illustrates the growing tension between Amazon and the many big and small brands that have become very reliant on the site and are now faced with direct competition within their own listings. As Amazon becomes a direct competitor for more and more sellers, it raises a question of how the company's use of its marketplace sales data potentially, or not so potentially, gives it an unfair advantage over other brands and merchants. For example, Amazon's aggressive private label strategy was thrust front and center last year when Allbirds called out Amazon for selling a nearly identical version of its $95 wool sneakers for half the price. The second issue is counterfeit goods. One reason that Nike cited when ending its own direct sales relationship with Amazon was the concern that the sea of fake goods was diluting the brand. So addressed, to address this concern from Nike and other merchants, Amazon launched an anti-counterfeit program in early 2019 that allows brands themselves to remove counterfeit, counterfeit listings. The company says it now has more than 200,000 brands enrolled in its brand registry which helps brands identify fakes. Despite this, Amazon does not have a great incentive to stop third-party sellers, which account for more than 50% of the company's total unit sales from selling Nike goods or from unauthorized selling from selling the real Nike shoes um, through channels that they're not allowed to. So this is unlikely to be a problem that goes away anytime soon. The third issue is the inability to continue selling to consumers who've already purchased from a brand in the past. Because think about it, Amazon now owns the consumer relationship, not the brand itself. So as a retailer, you are turning over your customer to Amazon and are losing that touch point for future marketing. Now, if you're not a DTC, a direct consumer brand, maybe this is less important, but it's certainly a consideration if you are. Despite these challenges, Amazon is still viewed as an essential distribution and marketing channel by most consumer brands, and this is likely to continue its transformation of e-commerce, especially as the prime subscriber base continues to increase at such a rapid pace. That was Siri Fast Five. I'm Carly Iacono. I'll see you next week.